Hey, and welcome to Fit Me to Rock Fitness Podcast, a podcast for people who want to get no BS information about fitness and know that fitness is about so much more than losing scale weight. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Tura Virta, personal trainer, strength and nutrition coach, and most of all, a husband of my beautiful wife, Miriam. Each week, my guests and me will give you some no BS fitness tips and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness journey as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing in life with enjoyable but still effective strategies. If your goal is to look better, feel and be strong and experience transformation from inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for jumping in. And now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, and welcome to Fit Me to Rock Fitness Podcast, a podcast for people who want to get no BS information about fitness and know that fitness is about so much more than losing scale weight. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Tura Virta, personal trainer, strength and nutrition coach, and most of all, husband of my beautiful wife, Miriam. Each week, my guests and me will give you some no BS fitness tips and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness journey as we talk about nutrition, exercise mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for jumping in. And now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, and welcome to this episode where I'm talking about how to set your goals for new year. So what I want to get started is that most people are failing when they are setting their their goals. And uh, I want you to understand that uh, how to avoid it and uh, how to set your goals like uh, based on science that you can actually achieve results and maintain them. So if you think like your goals, what could be like for most people, it's like a losing weight, getting stronger. They are great goals, but they are actually objective. So you have to think like that, what you need to do to get those goals. Like uh, probably if you think that, okay, to lose weight, I already know what I would need to do. But uh, if you are, if you are actually, you don't have any kind of action plan, you are not going to, uh, reach those goals so if you think it like that now um, your goal is to let's say lose weight like for many people in new year time or this time of the year uh, when this podcast episode is coming out that uh, you are thinking like that what kind of diet you should be using so you might have heard about uh, keto or intermittent fasting as they are probably two most popular ones at the moment what i what i see and uh, uh, the problem is that if you think that you are going to do those kind of diets, like let's say for keto, that you are going to do it for 16 weeks, to 12 to 16 weeks to get that weight off, you are going to gain it all back. That's the unpopular popular truth. And, uh, and there are actually, if you don't, if you think like, if you are a person like who thinks that, uh, that you are, you are, I'm just going to do it for, even it's not going to be sustainable. I'm going to use it only for a short period of time to get that weight off and uh, then I'm going to turn it to something more sustainable when I have just lost that weight first. But there are actually several systematic reviews that shows actually that uh, for obese people that uh, six out of seven obese people, they are actually losing weight at least one time 
in uh, some point of their life. So they six out of seven people are losing significant amount of weight. But the problem is that they are gaining it all back. And the reason is that uh, if you don't have plan what to do after, you are going to gain it back slowly, step by step, as you are going back to your old habits. So you have to have some kind of action plan, what you are going to do after. So if you want to be it sustainable, you must do some kind of sustainable lifestyle changes that you can imagine to do five to 10 years from now. So yes, uh, unpopular truth is that, uh, that if you are kind of person like most of people are, but I want to get there fast. I want to lose that weight fast. And, uh, and uh, then, then they are like that unpopular truth is that you are going to sacrifice that speed, how, how fast you are losing weight in the beginning but think it think it a little bit differently. If you think like, and not only for that one, two, three months, think it like six to 12 months from now, or even, even years, but let's start it uh, with the six to 12 months. So if you think it like a year from now, that in, at the same time, around New Year's, around Christmas time in 2023, that how you are going to, what kind of results you are going to have, like for, for those people who are going, who are, trying to find the fastest possible way to do something like a kind of uh, four-month thing with keto, cutting carbs, losing weight, they are going to gain. Six out of those seven people, they are gaining it all back. And uh, it's not that I'm not saying that you should not do it. It's there are still some benefits. Maybe you are one of those, one of those uh, seven people who are able to maintain it. But like for most people, if you think it like uh, for six to if you start to think it like the how, what kind of things you have to do to get that those results in a year from now, that you are not in the same point every year, every couple months that you lose weight, gain weight, then you think that now I have to start over. But uh, but uh, starting to think it like that, if you are you are going to understand it, that you are going to sacrifice a little bit how fast you are going to lose weight in the beginning, but if you think it like in a long term, year from now, you are going to have actually a lot faster results as, as you might have lose. If you think like that, losing one kilo or two pounds per month, it might sound that ah, that's not that's not enough, that I need to go faster. But uh, if you think it like that, if it's uh, on average, if you lose on average one kilo, two pounds per month, that's 12 kilos. 24, 25 pounds in a year. And uh, think what what kind of effects it would have for your health if you are in a year from now that you have lost that amount of weight instead of if you lose all that weight, what your, was your initial goal in a three months, but then you gain, let's say, 10 kilos back. So you are minus two kilos in a year from now. Obviously, it's still better than nothing. But if you speed up that speed, go more for a more sustainable way, you are actually also increasing enjoyment and uh, and uh, how much you are going to enjoy the life because it don't have to be miserable i'm later i'm going to tell you exact ways how to do it and uh, and uh, but this is uh, this is uh, uh, something what you have to start to think it like in more you are able to think in a long term are you going to able be able to stick with that plan six months 12 months five years from now or is this something that you can't imagine to do longer than a couple of months or a couple of weeks? Because if it's if your answer is that this is something what I'm not honestly 
able to do for a longer period of time, then uh, then uh, uh, it's uh, it's a lot. Uh, it's going to it's not going to be sustainable and in that study actually that there was a that very good study that uh, systematic review study that um, there was an inter that uh, who made that research she interviewed people who lost significant significant amount of weight and kept it off for years and one thing that they found what i found uh, very powerful and interesting what came up over and over again was that all those people had in common who lost weight and kept it off that they had to find and had to build new identity. So kind of building new lifestyle. So if you think it like uh, alcoholics, all those people who overcome that problem, they they probably have like a lot of friends who are drinking a lot. And uh, to get out of it, if you are struggling with uh, alcoholism, uh, if you think that you want to get out of it, what do you want to do? Like that you probably don't want to hang out with your friends who are drinking all the time. So it means that you have to spend a little bit less time with those friends, less, a little bit less time in that environment where that uh, it's uh, tempting to go start drinking again. And uh, it's it's exactly the same thing with your diet. So you have to understand that uh, uh, reaching that your goal, it might mean that you just have to get rid of some, some of your friends, even some family members. And those are, I understand, they are hard decisions. But in, in that case, you have to be kind of selfish and you have to start to think more on the way like that. Uh, what is the person that you want to become? Like if it's a, that fitter, healthier person, what kind of, what kind of uh, actions that person would make? Like uh, what are the situations? What you are going to say if somebody's offering you a uh, fourth beer or for drink what you are going to what is that person going to say what you your goal is to become so are you going to say that yeah give me one more one doesn't change anything even it's sometimes you're probably going to answer that way but if it's a if it's a if it's consistent based on those decisions what you are making like if, if your family members they are not very supportive your your um uh, with your goal they are always offering you something and it's it's obviously you put yourself into a situation that it's going to be almost impossible to to uh, stick with those plans and with your uh, new lifestyle new identity so if you if your goal is to become a fitter person you have to start living like that person would live and make those decisions based on that so i think it like a like what I what I love to use for my clients and for myself, I make always. I ask myself. I I try to kind of win some time for myself, and uh, asking questions like how is that uh, how is that meal is how I'm going to feel. Let's say six hours, twelve hours, twenty four hours from now. How I'm going to feel, even it's at the moment. I almost it's always like so tempting to think that uh, but i want i want to get those uh, that burger or pizza or something but then i know that even it's tasting at the moment good but how i'm going to feel day after same thing with alcohol like uh, it's it's not always happening but even if it happens every once in a while you think that you get it you you drink that uh, one more drink but how it's going to feel how you are going to how it's going to impact your sleep uh, next day you are going to have more cravings you have low energy you are probably not going to move so how is that going to change you how how you are going to feel in 
24 hours or 12 hours from now and what kind of decisions that person would make who you want to become and obviously if you if you your decisions is that you want to kind of have a both like enjoyment and effectiveness and that is probably like the, what the most people want and uh, to finding that like kind of sweet spot where the both are possible it's 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 possible i tell you that it's possible and i want that you believe it also it's possible but obviously it doesn't happen overnight it takes a lot of time a lot of effort and a lot of thinking and uh, especially making those decisions what you have to what you have to do every single day and uh, uh, and if you think like that what what kind of how that days because the only thing is like what is what, what is preventing you like uh, if you think your days ahead what would like it's and i'm not saying that those decisions are easy what that fitter person would do what kind of habits would that person have would that person plan meals a little bit ahead like it don't i don't i'm not telling that you have to prepare everything obviously it would help but it don't have to be perfect every single day but would that fitter person plan let for example proteins ahead like how much if your goal is to hit uh, some kind of calorie amount or protein goal how much how you are going to how that fitter person would do those things would that black person tell a night before that i'm just going with my feeling i'm not planning anything because i'm tired or would that person decide that okay even i'm busy because i know that next days are going to be busy am i going to plan my days ahead at least my protein sources to make sure that i hit my protein goal which again is helping you to uh, stay with your um, calories as protein is the most important most satiating macronutrient and uh, if you struggle to hit your protein would that would that be helpful to hit that your protein goal and that uh, same thing that if you if uh, it's a raining outside or bad weather you don't feel like going out but if you think that what that fitter person who you want to become what decision that person would make would, would it take an umbrella or go anyways at least for five minutes or for 10 minutes whatever you can do and uh, and uh, then more of those decisions think it like this way that more of those it don't like i said it don't it's all about consistency all about uh, first of all to keeping learning to keep those promises what you make for yourself but also that uh, when you are able to do more of those kind of it's kind of uh, decisions like uh, uh, if you get eight out eight of ten you do it how that person wants to become you are doing a lot more votes you are giving more votes to become for that person who you want to become and it's really all about that consistency and uh, i'm later on i'm i'm giving you like really example really simple tool how to for example track your consistency to become more consistent but uh, if you think like that other goals like uh, if your goal is like i, I talk now a lot of about uh, how to lose weight or something but you could have some different goals like it could be getting stronger or getting just healthier become a, become like a, just fitter and more energetic more confident it it's uh, principles of reaching any of those goals are going to stay at the same it has to be consistent and uh, you have to follow some kind of science-based proven principles it's not that for every person it might be because it's there are i know there are a lot of uh, information available and you don't you probably are not knowing what is the truth and uh, if that is something what is what what you are struggling with you might think that um, i don't know what i should get started but uh, don't try to get it perfect think it like a, just something what is uh, what are then science-based principles for example 
losing fat if you listen my podcasts or, or watch my social media the only way is eating less taking less calories in than you are consuming calorie deficits the only way to lose fat getting stronger if that is the goal like um, what you have to do to get stronger if your goal is to get stronger you have to strength train uh, with progressive overload with enough volume and frequency per week and uh, what what are those numbers it's 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 very individual depending on your uh, how much how fast you want to get results and uh, obviously of course your experience so if you are something someone who doesn't do very frequently a strength training program doing twice a week something you are going to it's going to be enough to see good amount of progress and if you think it like that it's it's uh, uh, if you are someone who is already working out four times a week it's probably more is always not better but uh, if you then you would have to pay more attention about your programming what kind of uh, like about those volume and frequency that kind of thing so there's always something if you are not seeing results at the moment what you are doing uh, you have to change something you have to find another way or different way as our bodies they are they are not to make lose fat get stronger or get significant amount of progress because our bodies are made to adapt they are made to adapt and that you are you are because longer you are doing something without changing anything uh, you are going to adapt like let's say that good example is calorie deficit so if you you probably know already like if you go let's say that you pick minus 500 calorie deficit which is pretty okay especially in the beginning but uh, if you do it for several months let's say years two years what is going to happen your body is going to adapt first of all you are going to lose some weight your body is going to adapt for that new calorie intake and longer you are doing it uh, at some point because if if that would work if our bodies would not made for to adapt like what would happen if you are consistently eating with let's say minus 500 calories calorie deficit you would be you would be dead you would you would die because uh if you are consistently eating less calories than you take in what would happen like that it's it's your body would go to that kind of uh, starvation uh, thing and uh, and uh, there would be nothing left like let's say that you would lose uh, like how it's on a paper like let's say minus 500 calories you would lose a uh, uh, half kilo like one pound fat per week and let's say that you have been I know I have worked with several women who have been like years, even decades in a diet, at least in diet mindset, they think that they are trying to lose weight. And if you think that, uh, that uh, what would happen, let's say that uh, if they, they are usually, they are telling that calorie deficit is not working for me. And that if you think it that way, that uh, calorie deficit is not working for you, what is, what is actually like that if you, if you would be in a calorie deficit, let's say that one pound or half kilo per week that's just 26 kilos 50 over 50 pounds per year and you have been doing like let's say 10 years you wouldn't have anything left you would be dead so it's it's just a way how our body is uh, is uh, protecting us so it's adapting and uh, that's why our bodies are not made to make progress to get stronger to to uh, lose fat so because our bodies it's that survival mode what is it's they are made to survive and to get those results what you want to get you have to be smarter than your body and kind of using those different principles to uh, not let your body to adapt and that, that it means that 
losing fat, for example, you should not be all the time consistently in a calorie deficit. Because um, if you think it like a, uh, those people who are able to maintain the lost weight, what is what is the like maturity of time? Most of the time, you should be on maintenance, and to lose use that fat loss phases like relatively short. They should not be twelve years or twelve months, or or not even talking about years. So, what is it's obviously for every person different. Like if you have a lot of fat to lose, it can be a bit longer until you are getting results. You are making progress. I don't see any reason why to change it. But as soon as your progress is stalling out, you are not seeing that much of progress. Why not to learn to be in a maintenance and with, with the purpose, eating a little bit more. And like what I love to use for my clients, for example, is that finding kind of that highest spot, how much you could be eating without starting to gain fat. And uh, when you do it, when you find it, you find you go back to a little bit an opposite direction and you are preventing that your body is not adapting. And then when you are from that higher amount of calories, let's say you stay there, you are making fat loss phase for, let's say, 12 to 16 weeks. And after that, you learn to be in a maintenance. Basically, what means in a maintenance? It means that you are doing exactly the same things. You are eating exactly the same foods, what made you lose fat, but you are just eating a bit more of those, like uh, a bit more calories. So you are, it's not that it's not, enjoy because being in a calorie deficit it's hard i i'm i'm telling you that it's hard it's not easy and uh, you don't want to be in that mindset all the time so if you want to uh, get long-term results you have to learn also how to maintain those results and then when you are able to maintain them if you still want like probably you want uh, at some point lose more fat then after that short maintenance period you go back to calorie deficit so it's kind of cycling all those things uh, over and over again but not trying to do the same things all the time so uh, this is these are principles like if your goal is uh, like that to get stronger so what is what is like what like i said what you have to what is the difference between getting stronger losing fat main and maintaining muscle mass you always should aim to do let's say uh uh, strength you should always to do strength training aiming for progressive overload obviously in a calorie deficit it's going to be a lot harder but uh, but that should be always your aim and uh, in addition the, basically the only thing what is changing is the, your nutrition like goals like getting losing fat or getting stronger they are similar goals the only difference what what changes like your protein should be high in both cases the only thing what is changing is amount of calories so when you are uh, eating in a calorie deficit, you are actually, you are telling to your body to not, like, if you think it like just logically, what you are trying to tell to your body, what kind of signals you are sending. So in a calorie deficit, you are sending signals that you are, you, you are taking less energy in than you are putting out. So you are, how your body is responding, it's that you are losing some kind of tissue. So it's obviously you want that it's fat, or but it could be muscle muscle is also tissue so your body doesn't know which one is it and it's the same thing with getting stronger so when you try to get stronger it you are trying to tell to your body to getting stronger it means that you are building new muscle tissue so how is that happening so you have to bring more energy give more energy to your body to build that tissue obviously your body doesn't know should you build fat or should you build 
muscle. So to, when you get and but there comes that strength training in in uh, plan. Like if you are doing that enough strength training, then you are sending those muscle building signals with progressive overload that you are sending signals to get stronger. So that extra energy, what is coming in, your body is using it to build muscle and not fat. Obviously, both things, if you are someone who said that I, I don't want to gain any fat or I don't want to lose any muscle, but it's something what will always happen at some point. And to minimize those things, what are the important things are just that high protein and uh, sending right signals. So if you are, the difference is getting, if you are someone like, especially women, most women never do some kind of like, a, that they try to build, it's not, I'm not saying that it's necessary, but just to understand the principles, like that you are scared to eat more because you don't want to gain fat. But if you are sending at the same time, those signals to your body that uh, get stronger, you are training hard. Obviously, when you eat more calories, you will see a huge difference, first of all, in your workouts. You are able to use heavier weights. You are able to do more reps. You are seeing a lot more progress in at the gym to getting stronger in your workouts when you are giving enough energy to your body to do those uh, exercises, to perform those exercises. So that's why it's it's so important to change. And when you are changing all the time, like uh, or not doing same things too long period of time, then you are you are giving the best possibility to your body to adapt and to reach actually those your goals. So then how to get into the, those uh, goals? So you need to have some action-based goals. Like if your goal is to to lose fat, but you don't you don't know what it would mean. Like uh, how you are going to do it. What is uh, if if it's um, if your goal is just to lose weight, you will be always frustrated as there will be problems on the way. You will you will get at some point you will get sick. Your family member maybe is in hospital or or not uh, doing well. So or you are not just motivated. Like life is happening. What will always happen? But what I mean is that that uh, that uh, if you like think it think it like a little bit differently. Like I use my example. I'm an ex ice hockey player, and um, and um, if you think that uh, there's an ice hockey team or it can be soccer team. Or, or any other team like that their goal is obviously is to win a game but uh, that's an obvious and great goal but if you are a player in, a, in that team you are going to ask that what should I do if your coach is telling you that we win the game but you have no idea what you are going to do so it's it's exactly same thing like uh, with the, with the, when it comes to fat loss when it comes to getting stronger you need to have action-based goals so what things you are exactly going to do and uh, if your goal is uh, now uh, like losing weight it's uh, what goals you should be having like it's obviously what it what is the most important thing is to hitting your calories hitting your protein those are great and actionable goals and uh, then goal is to make it consistent not perfect but consistent enough so how to track your consistency is that what is the tip number one? What I what I love to use for myself for my clients is to take a consistency, make a consistency calendar, and set that for a goal. Because consistency is the single most important thing. What people are struggling, like they are, they are thinking like that. You know, if I can't do it perfectly on my plan, then there is no point doing it. Or or um, like uh, 
weekends you are from monday to thursday what i see a lot people are very consistent with their diet then it's like ah, it's friday saturday and uh, now it doesn't matter sunday i ruined already everything so then you are not consistent enough and uh, how how you can make it more consistent and and visible for yourself is to just simply print out a calendar and uh, let's say now it's uh, soon it's uh, january you print a uh, calendar of january and you sit you you set uh, one to three goals i don't want that you set like a 10 or 20 goals or 10 goals because uh, uh, what what is what is going to what is going to happen if you set too many goals you are getting overwhelmed and uh, you know how most people are responding to getting overwhelmed they end up doing nothing right so so think it uh, think it this way like that uh, uh, you pick one to three goals what are important for you on and on those they are your daily goals or weekly goals like like I said, examples could be like hitting your calories, hitting your protein. If your goal is to walk more, uh, set the number of steps, how many steps you want to do. So which are easy to say like that, uh, that they are actionable. You can affect doing them. I don't want that you hit, uh, you have a weight loss goal. Weight loss goal is a great, but you can't affect it. Like us, it, it, uh, it depends on so many things like, uh, for like, Usually it's that water retention, how much your body is holding water. And uh, if you set a goal like that, I want to lose uh, weight, uh, let's say 10 kilos in five months, but uh, you are not your actions. It doesn't matter. Like there will be days, weeks, you are gaining weight, even you are doing everything perfectly. But when you have those action-based goals, what you can actually after every single day to either tell it that you, you have done it or you haven't. So you have hit your protein goal, let's say it's 150 grams, you hit it or you didn't. And once you have hit it, uh, mark it as a check. So it's it's done, you hit it. And if you didn't, it's a red cross, you didn't. And uh, this is a simple way, like in, and like I said, one to three goals, not more. And uh, and those goals, you can, you, can, uh, you can change them, do them for 30, 60 days, and then have another goals. Or, or at, if you think, think it like this is not, I'm able to do it for, I start with one next month, I'm going to add another thing. I'm going to continue that one, what I had, and then I'm going to add another habit, another thing, another goal. And then, you know, you have all the time a bit more, but it's not coming everything at once. So if you, if you are not, I, I would say 80% consistent, at least 80% with your goals, what you are aiming to do, then there is no reason to you. You can't blame anything else than yourself if you are not getting results you want. So if you know that you you're, you have your calorie goal, let's say it's a 2000. So if you are uh, hitting it 15 days, 50% of month and rest days are, are like that, uh, it went a bit over or something, you can't, you don't need to blame your metabolism or anything else than yourself to not hitting those goals. So consistency is really everything. And uh, and this is a one good story. What I what I love to tell is about my own background. Like uh, when I was a younger, I was a ice hockey player. I was not. I I I didn't have genetics or or any talent of doing it. I was not. My no one in my family have ever played any sport. Like I think the most athlete guy in my my family was my grandfather, and uh, he was he was like in in small village like which have like a. 500 people he got the second place in uh, 100 meter running so that's the biggest talent 
what uh, from 20 kids he was the second in running and that's the biggest talent i have like my my parents they are um, they have never been any athletes or or done any sports i think my dad never sweat have never sweat beside working but with uh, with with the training or anything he had never he didn't do anything and uh, my mom is same it's it's not that you don't have to be it, but it's just the example that it's not that you come with the genetics obviously they help you but you can get so much out of it's it's what matters more is your work ethic and how much work you are able to put in so how i was how i was i was like i was always uh, we played like uh, at nights all the time and uh, free time it was something what i obviously loved doing it and uh, i was practicing it so much and then i was like uh, i was with my work i got like kind of selected for for some little bit better teams but then i was like a 15 16 and uh, i saw my teammates they were we st- they started to pick like some national teams and uh, i was never there i was never there and then i saw there was a guy like who was obviously more talented than me and uh, he was there all the time but then i saw that he's not he's not i i need to if i want to beat that person i need to work harder and i i know that that guy wasn't uh, he wasn't uh, practicing so much so i was i decided that i do always more than him every practice i i go first line i will i will be the first in the line i will be there before practice doing something after practice on my free time when we had like kind of season when we had to do workouts we didn't have any team workouts so i was deciding that i i need to do i need to work more than him and then we were still friends uh we were calling like i said you go to workout and uh, he said no today i i go with the friends out and i was told every time like that yes this is my chance to get one step of closer and passing him and what happened over time obviously i i got i got into a national team and he was not there anymore so it was it was that was my motivation at the time i was thinking that how i can beat that was obviously it's not maybe not the healthiest way to do it but that was my way to motivate and how i got like that i said i i need to work harder than the other guy and that that's what i did and the way how i did it what was kind of what i found motivating for me was i was starting starting to track my workouts i had i set my weekly goals like that uh, they were crazy tra- crazy goals but it was like i i think the best times i was i was working out six seven hours per day obviously there was a lot of like a uh, low intensity cardio like tennis uh, i was doing like a lot of stretching and stuff like that but it's it's a lot of amounts but that was something what was important for me at the at the moment and i decided that i go all in it's either i'm going to get results or at least later on in my life i can say like one of our coaches said it well and what i try to tell also to my clients is that when you are getting older because there are so many of those people like like athletes who are like who have talent who are like thinking later that yeah if i would just do that one thing i was thinking like that i'm 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 going to do everything that when i look back at some point in my life i can say that i did everything possibly i could i could that i could not i'm not regretting anything so i can i can be satisfied and said that it, it if it was not meant to be if it was not enough at least i did it and i tried the best i could and uh, that's the that's the best advice i can give for anyone like uh, it's it's now the same advice i have used to build my coaching build my uh, social media platforms 
like I'm not feeling every time to do it, but I I decided I made promise for myself I'm going to keep it. It doesn't matter. It's sometimes I post three times a day, sometimes it's one times per day, but I make promise and I will keep it no matter what. And I'm not finding if it's those what are important things for me. I'm going to do no matter what. And then this way, when I look back at some point, I don't have to say that what if what if I would if I would just do that. I can look back and say that I did everything I could. And uh, if it was not meant to be, it was not meant to be, but I don't need to regret anything. So going back to you, if your goal is to uh, build muscle, improve endurance, lose fat, like those are all great goals. And you might have all of them. Like most people, they have especially building muscle, losing fat and uh, getting healthier, improving endurance. You, you kind of want everything. And it's not a bad thing, but don't try to do everything at once. So you can think it like this way, because they are wise, why you should not try to uh, get all goals at the same time is that they are so much, so different. Like I, like we talked earlier about uh, getting stronger, losing, losing fat. Most people want to do them at the same time. And it's, it's a very good, if you are a beginner, you don't have a lot of experience with strength training. It's, you are going to be able to build muscle, getting stronger, also in a calorie deficit. But once you have started to be more experienced, you have more experience with strength training, you are not going to get both results at the same time. You might try to do, or you might get little results, but it's not the most optimal way to do it. So don't try to do everything at once. You can achieve all those goals when you think it like a six to 12 months in a longer period of time, but don't try to do them once. How to then... Uh, approach this is that for example losing fat building muscle if you have like i said first 12 6 uh, to 12 months i would say usually it's kind of time where you are still kind of seeing those new begins but then after that to get it more optimal you have to focus either one thing like it's basically the only thing what is changing is nutrition and don't be afraid you are not going to gain that fat back because that is the biggest fears I see the people are having like that if I you have had you have been obese you have had a lot of overweight and you lose that weight and then you are so scared that you are going to gain everything back if you start to eat more but understanding that those scientific principles it's that calories in calories out if you are at the same time sending those signals to get stronger you train with a progressive overload it means that you are really pushing yourself in your workouts and uh, and uh, really trying to get stronger you are able to add week by week or not every week but uh, often you are aiming to do always something more adding reps adding weight you are not going to gain fat it's it's that extra energy your body is using you are sending right signals to get stronger so so that is that is the biggest difference and and try it like a scale weight and losing fat gaining fat or gaining scale weight losing scale weight they are not the same thing. Fat loss and weight loss, they are not the same thing. So, so and think it like, of course, there are uh, many people, what I wanted to tell about this, like that if you think like that, okay, but Toro, I know what I need to do to lose weight, that I have lost weight like a year ago, I lost a lot of weight by uh, not eating sugars or not uh, eating carbs. And now you think that sugar is problem or carbs are the problem. But think it like a, that if you have done it, once even you got the results in the beginning but if you are not able to maintain those results 
it's not going to change anything. It's not going to be the solution with this time because so many people are thinking like that if I just try harder, I would be able to get those results. But if those methods, what you did, how you lost the weight initially in the beginning for first couple of months, if you were not able to imagine to do those things longer or that you were not able to maintain those results, those it's not going to change anything this time either. So don't go, don't be tempted to go for those kind of things, what you know that you have already kind of tried and all kind of this uh, keto, cutting everything, your favorite foods completely out or doing something what is not sustainable at the at this time. It's not going to be sustainable this time either. So even if you think like that, that last time happened something in my life, like that there was, um, uh, I got sick, I got unmotivated, whatever. But if you think it like that, what you are going to do this time, because those things, they will ha likely happen. They will likely happen or something will happen in life also in future. And the difference is that how you are going to react to those things. And if it's if those things, what you were doing, like that, if you are blaming that it was it was the diet, it was the something what happened in life that I could I was not able to maintain those results. It's it's not going to change anything like in let's say that in the best case. What you did before, you are now able to do it a bit longer, but it's not going to change the fact that if methods are unsustainable, results will be too. So instead of using somebody else's rules, like this is what I see a lot of people are doing, like that they see like that their friend or, or working colleague or, or family member, they did something uh, and they lost weight. They look now a lot better. You know, they were doing that uh, keto, they cut it all sugars, uh, they did something and now you think that this I want to try this also obviously it's a good motivation but if you you have to find what is for you because there is no single person who is exactly same who likes the same foods who have same uh, lifestyle who have uh, same preferences and uh, you have to create those your own rules so you can become kind of what I love to say sustainable beast who is doing staying consistent doing no matter what those things even smaller things what you promise to yourself and and uh, finding that sustainable way for you and uh, this was uh, it comes up uh, with a good story one of my clients Sylvia Sylvia I, I recorded I think it's my podcast uh, 46 if I don't remember wrong somewhere there Sylvia's story how she became sustainable beast so she thought when we started to work, it's now seven months, I think, ago, when we started to work together, she came with the mindset that uh, uh, restriction is the only way to reach your goals. So she tried, uh, like, kind of yo-yo uh, dieter, always restricted, then not able to do it. And at the, mo at the point, at the moment she came to me, we started to work together, she was eating 1,300 calories. So what happened like she didn't see any results by doing that and when we were looking a little bit how her maintenance calories they should be like 2004 2500 and uh, i was like how how is that happening obviously in the past i was blaming always client that that's not true but i was seeing like that she was what she was tracking she was honest nothing happened and then obviously in that kind of situation you have uh, two options either your body have adapted and uh, and uh, it's not you are not it's not that your metabolism have adapted but everything like you are adapting like you are uh, doing less need 
Like neat is not only steps. Like Sylvia was also very active doing a lot of steps, but it's also other things like that. How you are using your face? You are are you using hands when you are talking? Like all those things they count for calories out. You don't know how much you actually need. In in only thing what you can act, be accurate is tracking how many calories you are taking in. And that was in Sylvia's case was thousand three hundred. So what 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 were the options? Options were like uh, uh, restricting more. Uh, eating less and trying to get the created calorie deficit that way but uh, like obviously in her case that was not a sustainable option anymore and what we did we started actually to go the opposite direction to look what is happening if you go if you start to actually increase your calories and go for an opposite direction and uh, see that what is happening and what uh, you know this is something funny what usually happens especially for those people who have been uh, longer in a diet and very very eating very little calories, when they start to eat more, they actually start to lose weight. That was Sylvia's case also. Like she started to lose weight when we were adding calories. We were adding, 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 keeping adding all the time. Because I said that if you start to lose weight, it might happen, but you still have to eat more to find the kind of the highest amount of calories you can eat without starting to gain fat. And, uh, and uh, it's not that, are you gaining, are you losing fat if you, if you are or are you able to lose fat if you eat more to understand this that she was still in a kind of like her maintenance calories should be 2400 2500 so even she was eating let's say 1800 calories she was still in a calorie deficit so there is nothing what is like that those are scientific based on calorie balance how you are losing fat so she was still in a calorie deficit but just in a fact when she was eating more she started without usually even realizing like you have a bit more energy in your workouts you are using hands you are like that kind of that need what you are not recognizing you use more and as a result she started to lose weight and we keep adding those calories and uh, she started to see results she started to get stronger and uh, now after several months like she understood that actually now she's starting to see body she likes she don't have those kind of uh, she have better relationship with food healthier relationship with food she don't have uh, she she struggled with binge eating and uh, now she's not struggling anymore so there are so many other health benefits and actually she, she's getting stronger in workouts doing a proper strength training program and uh, she's feeling confident in a way like that now she understands because we, we were talking like should she go at the at some point again for a deficit and we did like a kind of short thing, but she said, that, no, no, she was not ready because she started to see right away those patterns from old her. And uh, so she said that she's actually in a lot better place. You are able to eat over now. She's, I think, 2,450, somewhere there, over 2,400 anyways, so over 1,000 calories more. And without gaining her weight, have stayed same. She actually lost initially like a couple of kilos now she have she's more or less same weight or lost maybe two three kilos from initial as the weight is fluctuating but but this all happened while adding over thousand calories more and getting her body like i posted to, uh, in my instagram stories her pictures like she looks a lot better a lot leaner and all this while eating over thousand calories more so imagine what kind of results it's not always that restriction is not the only way. So there are many, many other ways, especially with your nutrition, to change the patterns, to change your relationship with food, to change everything. So, so this is it, as a quick summary. Like what I what I what I love to you to do 
is that the, that reanalyze those job roles. Like uh, uh, what I what I love to use for myself is that uh, two times a year, whatever goals I have, I set the date. Like uh, usually it's uh, beginning of the year. Then it's uh, in a in a summer time when I sit down and uh, and taking thirty to sixty minutes see what my current goals are. I do it for my business goals. I do it for my personal fitness and health, and uh, and uh, adjusting because uh, it's always changing. What is at the moment important for me, like. At some points, I might want to plan out like that. At this point, I want to get stronger. I want to build more muscle mass. Maybe in six months from now, I now I'm, I'm still ice hockey referee. I want to improve my athletic performance. I want to increase my speed uh, for my business. There are like maybe something I want to push more, push more TikTok. I want to push more Instagram. I want to do more podcasts. Like things are always changing. I'm building a new coaching program. What I have done. So I'm always sitting and setting those goals as they are changing a couple of times a year, taking some time and seeing what is actually important for me. So uh, then what I, what I, how I set those goals is that I, I set my objective goals and action-based goals, how to achieve them. So action-based goals are your to-do list. So five, let's say three to five things to do each day. For me, for, for example, business goals or, or uh, it could be um, uh, posting x times per tiktok x times per facebook or x times per instagram uh, then i have uh, having conversations with in individuals for my workouts doing at least two strength training per week some weeks it's a three times doing something uh, hitting my calories hitting my protein goals so getting my steps in uh, those are those could be those actionable goals and uh, the thing is thing is like that uh, and then obviously those objective goals are that what are those actions what they are going to lead like they are kind of those long-term goals what are as a result of your those action-based goals so then number two is that don't try to think take too much to your plate so focus rather focus on hitting doing one to three things at the time well and make sure that you are doing those things no matter what because uh, if you are having like 20 different goals, you end up doing nothing. And most people are overestimating what they can do in a year, but underestimating what they can achieve five, seven, ten years from now. So in a year, is still if you think it's your health and fitness, year it's going like uh, this fast. But if you think like uh, five years, seven years, decade, what you can achieve if you put that consistent action in a place. So if you can... If you imagine if you can achieve all these things you want to you want in a decade, it can be making more money, losing weight, getting stronger. So if you because decade is also like depends how old are you, but if you if you are your thirties, twenties, forties, doesn't matter. In ten years from now, you might have created totally different. And it's it's a it's a long period of time, but still like able to improve like us. If you think like for example, your health goals. Like it might feel at the moment, it's so tempting to not do those things. But uh, if you think it like that as a result, if you think it 10 years, 20 years, 30 years from now, those like you are not, if you are not putting them priority at the moment, you don't feel it probably the huge difference within a six months or year. But if you think it like you repeat those small habits for 10, 20, 30 years, at some point you will feel that 
what you haven't done or what when you didn't you said that all the time you pushed it that work was more important and uh, not putting yourself a priority and your own health so uh, i would love to uh, say example from my dad actually he's he's um, very bad situation at the moment and unfortunately he doesn't have a lot of time left which obviously makes me sad but it's it's uh, it's kind of also a lesson from uh, from uh, all those actions if i think back what he have done like obviously i love him and uh, everything but uh, what what his actions when he was uh, younger when he was in 30s 40s when i was a kid like uh, uh, he was drinking almost daily not getting like a really too drunk or anything but having some alcohol every single day one two three drinks per day never eat some salad never did some sport and now when he turned like he's now he's turning if in two weeks 70 if he's still here but uh, but now past years past five ten years from 60 onward he have been struggling he that life quality what he had is not for me it's sad to say but uh, especially past years months it's he's still here but the quality of life what he's having for me it's it's not worth of it anymore again i know it gets a bit emotional but it's it's just uh, it's obviously you can blame bad luck you can blame everything but ultimately if you think like it's it's a choice it's a decisions what you make 20 10 30 years ago and uh, and uh, if you repeat those things it's uh, you might get lucky you might get rid of it there are some people who make it make it to 100 years without having any salad or or doing any sport i know i know those people too but if you think like chances what kind of chances if you are giving those votes for yourself and that what kind of results they are going to what you are going to get how your life quality will be when you are aging so what is what is important you have to make those decisions and uh, and uh, think it like that what is more important are you is that is it that making more money working more hours is that going to be that solution it's tempting now but think it in the long term how it's going to affect for your health fitness what you are going to do like i know there are many people who are who made huge amount of money who are wealthy people in the world but if they don't have health they would give they would be ready to give they have only one wish they would give all their wealth away to get held back. So think it what you are going to do. So then uh, number three is that uh, going to use um, short-term challenges. So think it like uh, what I love to use. Like uh, I'm not a big fan of doing like any kind of like a fat diet, 60, 30 day, 30, 60 day challenges to do it. Uh, but how I love to use them as a, as a reaching your goals, like if you are, uh, to make it kind of long-term thing like is that uh, it could be like 30 60 days like challenges like uh, focusing just on one thing it could be improving your sleep getting your daily step, steps in no matter what participating uh, for in a short-term challenges like my upcoming five day finding your sustainable way to lose weight and keep it off challenge if that is your goal like it's going to i will tell a little bit later about it uh, it's not officially open yet but um, it's starting January 9th. So make sure you follow it and make it uh, at the time when this podcast episode is coming. It should be already 
published, but um, as I'm recording this, this is before Christmas now. Uh, it's not open yet. Uh, but uh, what what is what about those challenges that don't try to make too big changes? For uh, some people, it's working very well to start like a 30 days sugar free no carbs type of challenges, but often those are leading all or nothing mindset and you are just waiting. The challenge is over and you can finally eat that sugar. I have been there. I have done it in the past, but, uh, but once you are doing, you might get great results doing it for first 30 days. But uh, once the challenge is over, you are going slowly back to your old habits. So, so don't, uh, I'm not a big fan of those unless you are able to do it like in a kind of sustainable way or get some kickstart of starting things. But you have to always keep it in mind that how, what is going to happen after that challenge, it, that it's not going to be only that 30 days. And then when it's done, it's done. So always thinking like that, what, what is the thing I can take away from this, how I can implement it in my everyday life for next year, two years. And, uh, and then uh, number four is uh, the best and the only advice is to start today and do not wait better motivation time is getting better you have more time or whatever start today with what you can and start taking action so if you are telling that i don't have time or I, or any other excuse you have you are having kind of that all in or nothing mindset instead planning everything perfectly out and thinking like what is the perfect plan what is the exactly things what are the workouts that i'm going to start start for some people, it's working that you set the date, like uh, that it's going to be Monday, then I have everything ready. Like people who, for example, start to work with me, obviously they have a starting date when they want to start. But start now. Start thinking that and uh, uh, that what is the simplest thing? What is the smallest thing you can do today? And what you can stick for next 30, 60 days? So it could be just like I said, those five minutes going for a five minute walk drinking more water, focusing on drinking more water or eating a big salad per day, for example, or more vegetables or more protein. Just the, what is the simplest thing? Because even, even the time is not the perfect, it's not the right time, but just start with something, start taking action. Because if you wait, delay that action taking, it's going to, chances are that in tomorrow, next week, you are going to feel different again. And you are not in, the, in a state that... Uh, ah, and it's a week again, week again, and time is passing. It's passing faster than you think. So instead of planning everything perfectly out, think what is the simplest action, actionable goal you can do right now. And then maybe other thing is that think it, what is like a bigger goal, what you want to achieve for next 30, 60 days. So before uh, we wrap up this episode, I want to give opportunity to get started with your fitness journey my five day find your sustainable way to lose weight and keep it off challenges starting january 9th so this is my way to give you a kickstart for 2023 challengers in the past have learned so much from this challenge and i got messages that oh my god i can't believe this is happening to me something just clicked and i finally understood that what i have been doing wrong and this changed literally my life because I understood that uh, you made me understand during this challenge that I have been trying to lose weight for past six years without any results, without any breaks and that kind of diet or mindset what I had. So you can expect to learn simple strategies to get better results, no matter where you are starting from. And um, you will get easy nutrition tips that doesn't include cutting all sugars, carbs, starving yourself or doing extra hours or doing a lot of hours of cardio or any exercise. It's just a simply five-day 
jumpstart toward fitter you that wants to come out. And you will get five days of live teaching sessions with me, printable workbook you can fill out during the challenge and track your progress. And we have we are all hanging out in a Facebook group together in a, for accountability and support. So challenge is starting January 9th and you will find from this uh, episode show notes link to join. And this is all for free. And most people, it will be enough to get started by themselves. To be honest, up in front, I will be opening my signature program, The Sustainable Beast, for signups after this challenge for registration for those people who need more support. But like I said, this is only for those people who need more support. My goal with this challenge is only to help you and do it in a sustainable way to help you the best possible way I can. So uh, in this point, I must give a little bit credit for myself, even if it feels uh, so hard for sometimes, but uh, I have worked my ass off past months. I haven't been showing up. Uh, I probably would, should show up more. I feel a little bit guilty of it, not showing up so much in social media in past months, but I have been working my ass off for this, putting this uh, challenge together, putting that uh, program together or making it better. It has been up already and uh, people have uh, got actually amazing, amazing results. Love it. But uh, I have been able to make new improvements there to help you even in a better way. So now it's your turn to decide if you want to take it or not. I don't ask any money from you. All I ask you to pay attention for and come with the open mind and start taking action. And because, you know, that's the only way to get results. So go to link to show notes and reserve your spot and um, happy new year and hope to see you in the challenge. Hold up, friend. Do you love Fit Me Tura Fitness Podcast? If so, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. I know every podcaster wants you to leave a review, but it's because those reviews help the podcast to reach more people. I do truly want to know what you think. If this particular episode resonated with you, will you also please share it? Either send the link to someone who you, find, who you think will find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it into your social media and tell your friends and family why they should listen. Make sure you tag me so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or TikTok, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Fit Me to a Fitness Podcast. Hold up, friend. Do you love Fit Me to a Fitness Podcast? If so, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. I know every podcaster wants you to leave a review, but it's because those reviews help the podcast to reach more people. I truly want to know what you think and if this particular episode resonated with you, would you also please share it? Either send a link to someone who you think will find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it into your social media and tell your friends and family why they should listen it. Make sure you tag me so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or TikTok, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Fit Me to a Fitness Podcast.